Welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 128. We have the final two episodes of Secret Invasion to talk about. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, True. have you been secretly invaded? Ask me a question only Melissa would know. Uh, uh, shit. Melissa, what <laughs> color does red and blue ma make? What? I've, inside joke <laughs> a trusted friend told me it's purple yes said that's one of right. the top top factors of purple number one Indeed. reason why purple Indeed. is good it's red and blue mixed together that makes the it the number best one color. purple fact <laughs> uh <laughs> We are having fun. Uh, we we got the finale of Secret Invasion to talk about. Uh, Melissa, I know you weren't as as like enthralled by this show. You liked it, right? But like you you, I know you weren't as enthralled as I, I was here. Which which I place at, at least with the show in general. I place it on my own shoulders. It's just a busy month. There's just a lot going on. There's a multitude of other movies and TV shows I am engaging with. Absolutely. Work's busy. My one time slot to watch these big Marvel shows is like in the morning while I'm eating breakfast. And then I can try and keep up with like the reactions and the breakdowns and stuff as the day goes on. And then we have recording. So I'm watching this thing just as I've woken up and like even very silly things will like perk me right up. Like there's yeah. very silly imagery here in this season finale. I'm like, this is For great. Sure. I like to start my morning with a big cartoon arm. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> well, with all of that, uh, how did you feel about the finale? What, what did you think about the show uh, overall? I, I don't think it, it has a unique problem. Most of these Marvel shows on Disney Plus have had a finale that feels like there's like 15 minutes of it missing. Everything except yep. for Loki, the one show that aired season one, knowing it was going to have a season two. So I I'm, I'm not surprised by its shortcomings, but I, I've, I've adjusted the shortcomings. I know to expect that. I'm going to watch sure, the finale yeah. and feel like, where, where are we going? Where, where'd that person come from? What's this? What's happening? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but um... I. I think the show was very successful on performances and mood and atmosphere. Uh, if you sure, wanted yeah. some paranoia vibes, it sure is here. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think overall the show was successful. I think it did what it needed to do. I think when you take all things into consideration, I think it did the bare minimum of what it needed to do. Um, mm. I think part of that is still I don't think they've figured out this like six episode format of exactly what to put in there, what mm. not to like what what kind of story you can actually tell. Uh, I felt like, yeah, this needed at least two more episodes to flesh some some stuff out. Um, but I I I liked what we got. And the stuff that was successful, like you said, I think the performances in in this is fantastic. Um, it's Elizabeth Coleman or Olivia Coleman. I Olivia always Coleman. Up. Yeah, Olivia. Fantastic in, in this. I I know she, I think she's my favorite part. spectacular. 
right? Like I expected her to be spectacular, but also kind of wasn't expecting like an actress of her caliber to be in the show. And not only is she in the show, but she showed up like she's not phoning it in and just being like, I know I'm a really good actor. I can do my ones hanging it and that's it. She is here. She is performing. She is electric. Uh, she's great to watch. Um, yeah, like there, there's there's just a lot of the atmosphere that they had with the paranoia, with the kind of last second turn on on Gravik that uh, a, mm-hmm. f- a few of these scrolls ha- had it was like yeah you're you're making some interesting moves here dude why are you making these moves here why did you send uh w- what's her name to go kill fury knowing that she wouldn't um what's up with that i i think there's just a few loose ends that was like how come we never went back to these things um, mm-hmm. I I think the death of Maria Hill uh, is an interesting one. I don't think the character was done dirty by having a death in the in the show, considering she's had a big role in the MCU, mm-hmm. right? Um, but as compared to like Soren, who died off screen. Right. And we right. didn't go back to that. It seemed like that was a, like a central mystery. That's true. And it was just like, I forgot uh, all about that. Yeah. In the first couple episodes, that does seem like something we're going to learn more about that's going to be flashed back to or recontextualized or the death was fake. Right. right. We never did go back to Soren. Didn't go back to that at all. And so, yeah, it, it really felt like that character was foraged. F- and just to be like, okay, well, this is like the start of the show. This character died off screen. And that is the emotional through line for Talos and Gaia, two of the main characters of the sh- show. And it's just like, I, I barely know who Soren is. We saw yeah. her like in a post credit scene once. And that was kind of it. And so I'm just like... I, I, I I felt like I needed m- 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 more on that. But then also to go back to Maria Hill, the fact that they actually did end up releasing that footage of 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 Fury killing her, even though it wasn't him. But that's now out there to the public. What does Hill's mom think? Right. Yes. She was. I, I think that's so upset and was already angry, ang- angry at f- at f- Fury that she she d- d- died on one of his missions, and now to see that he was the one, even though he's not, but like to mm-hmm. see that, what would she do? Right. I know. <laughs> I I think that is one of the best scenes of the show we've so rarely gotten this perspective of a a civilian loved one reacting to the secretive death of a a superhero adjacent main character we've had scenes like the one in civil war where the mother of that 
uh, that, that student who was in Sokovia comes and talks to Tony Stark. But that's like mm-hmm. my son was a civilian. He was innocent. He was in the wrong place. He didn't know it was the wrong place. What, what were you guys doing there? Yeah. This is a lot different. You know, like when Tony Stark dies, Pepper Potts was there. She knows everything that was happening. There's no secrets kept from from a Pepper Potts. Yelena Belova knows the circumstances of Natasha's death, I bet. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, Maria Hill, especially given her role in in S.H.I.E.L.D., in the more like secretive, not as like public facing, like literal capital S superhero side of things. Yeah, when she dies, there's a lot her mom doesn't know. And I liked when her mom confronts Nick Fury, like absolutely. what I do know is that she really trusted you. She'd follow you anywhere. What happened here? <laughs> like, how do I get justice yeah. for this? And I think it's a very well played scene. You can see, you know, on Samuel Jackson's face, like that is something that weighs on him. I think in that regard, they didn't take that longstanding partnership lightly, but you're right. That <laughs> seems like a storyline that should have had like one more beat to it. We, we needed some closure. Uh, on, mm. on that um and yeah we, we just did not get that um but yeah we do kind of get a small mutiny uh in some of these scrolls here who are starting to question ravik um how did you feel about this because i i liked the inclusion of this, but this was also one of the things I felt like I just wish there was more to it than that one scene. Right. Yeah, we don't spend a lot of time with the mutiny angle. We don't spend a lot of time with this little new Skrullos community at all. We say that they're like trying to regrow uh, scroll plants, but I wanted more of what other things are you trying to recreate from the planet you came from, how are you turning this abandoned nuclear facility into a home? Because it really still looks like an abandoned nuclear facility. Like, what are you yeah. doing to try and make it feel homey? What What is scrawl interior design? Right. Yeah. And, and like, I, I know all of them being where they're at makes them like, yeah, we believe in what graphic is doing. But then besides that one scene, we don't get anyone being Mm. like, I agree we need to do something, but this might not be the right target. Or like, why are you focusing on this aspect of things when we could also be like there's it it felt again, just like we needed more. What were they thinking? How were they feeling? Um, Because, man, when he when when Gravik finally starts ripping them apart and and stuff and killing them all like that's it's scary hating to see him Mm -hmm. like that like that felt like his villainous moment that he is like he's less a freedom fighter maybe more of like i he feels like he all should also be the one in charge and ruling the new planet when they get there so like a military dictator kind of thing a fascist maybe who knows i it, it just like i think they could have explored that um or at least had one other scene or one other conversation about that right mm-hmm. um but yeah, it, it just it just yeah, it just continually felt like I liked every, everything we got. It just felt like there wasn't enough of this mm. stuff. 
Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think once we then f- finally get into the finale, um, or when was it episode five or six when Fury sends Gaia to Priscilla? Oh, they, those two have their meeting in episode five. Okay. I loved all of the, that stuff mm. that F- Fury still kind of knew that, like, ev- even though he might not be on good terms with either of them, that these two still had good intentions at heart and that they could help one and the other out and that might turn them over to Fury's side just a little bit more. Um but but yeah, I, I looked at that whole fight scene in the house and they are kicking ass. Great stuff. Mm. Awesome. Nice house. One yeah. thing that I do, I've mentioned this before, but I always feel the need to mention it. One thing that these Disney Plus shows do consistently very well is they just pick nice sets. Sure. <laughs> Every incidental house or or clandestine meeting spot any characters have to be in in any episode of these Marvel shows. They find cool looking places. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I so, yeah, I, I liked all of that stuff. But let's talk a little bit about uh, like what the scrolls were after exactly. And mm. this big kind of fight scene finale thing that's happening at yeah. the end here. And it's um, it is kind of and go ahead. saying scrolls plural is kind of the question. Like that was Gravik's plan, but I don't. I maybe I missed something, but I feel like I left the show not being entirely clear on how many people knew what his plan was, how many people were on board with that plan. And at the end of the day, if I did know all of those things, what would that do for me? (laughs) When would it come back? The thing like so the, the, the thing that I am stuck on is not the right word or tripping on is not the right word but the thing that i keep thinking about is this kind of reveal at the end of episode five and into episode six that they're after captain marvel's blood Mm. that's the thing that they want and it it feels it it seems like a strange macguffin to me because they didn't introduce that concept early on we got that tease in episode two where it's like oh they're harvesting dna what happened here and it makes sense that they could have gotten it from the fight uh in in end game um like all like all, all of this stuff makes sense and lines up for me but why did they need that one i i have my speculation but also like they had almost everything else in the book like what why that one there's there's no real explanation for that um why couldn't they be happy with korg's dna and brute's dna and all the 50 other things that they had there so many yeah did 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 you think about that at all or question like what is happening what are they after exactly I I knew the concept of a super scroll, so I could imagine they were going to do that uh, to try and go after other people's powers in some way. In this case, since none of those characters are in this show, they can't just like rogue them 
and like take their powers. They have to get it from like a weird DNA vial. Which is that being said, now that we've seen this one form of using somebody else's powers, it does make me curious how we are going to see Rogue in the future and sure. however many years it takes to get to Rogue, what that's yeah. going to look like. Yeah, I because on one hand, I was even wondering if like like this almost feels like their plot for the secret invasion just got exposed. They weren't out to mm. make a super scroll that had everyone's DNA, but we're planning on taking the heroes over. But they don't talk about that. And so it just it, yeah. it feels like, OK, what like what is the end all with Carol's DNA? Like, why do you need that one and everything is complete? I guess just she's the most powerful. They know that she she was the origin story. Like she was part of what brought scrolls to Earth. Maybe it just has a sort of symbolic purpose to them. Like sure. we it, this lady didn't this figure wasn't helping us in the way we wanted to be helped. We're going to take her powers. We're going to copy them. We're going to use that to be our own help. Yeah, my my thoughts were kind of like, yeah, she is. One of, if not the most powerful. So her DNA is almost kind of like having a nuke. Right. And they have been at war with the Kree for a long, long time. At the end, we we get a uh, Fury's sentence of like, hey, they're up for peace talks now, which seem to be welcome news. But also mm. here we have Garavik and his sect of more militant uh scrolls were were they planning on taking over the Cree home world with this and giving them a little bit of their own medicine here with these powers it just it, it felt like i never really knew what the end game was it seemed like you wanted to destroy all the humans but then what were, were you gonna terraform earth were you gonna go somewhere else were you gonna i don't know um, mm -hmm. so yeah i, I mean I, I i feel like i'm kind of a broken record at this point <laughs> just just being like i wish we got more i it, yeah six seems too short um, mm -hmm. but it, it felt like at least emotionally we did get some closure for gaia who gets to uh -huh. fight Gravik uh, at the end and beat him like that is the emotional catharsis for 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 her to be like you killed my mom you killed my dad mm. like I, sc screw you yeah right <laughs> um so I, I think that worked I think Fury getting to save the president and kind of prove his worth to him and the other intelligence community uh like put him back in good standings. Uh, yeah. I I I think right. I I have to say I did also love the scene when he puts on his big old trench coat, puts his eye patch <laughs> back <laughs> on. I'm just like, yeah, Nick, motherfucking Fury. Here we go. <laughs> seeing somebody put on an outfit and accessories is almost always satisfying. You're never underwhelmed 
when somebody it, known to wear a hat puts on the hat or the coat it has to be the, the iconic stuff right it has to be right. like oh, he's in a trench coat <laughs> I guess, here we go baby i guess if he just put on a big parka for the russian winter that, that's not quite right. as effective it, it, it'd be like oh yeah nick's smart gotta stay warm practical and, 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 right instead instead of nick motherfucking <laughs> fury let's go eddie bauer nice choice <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> i did like that fury and and priscilla slash vara as she would prefer to be called that there that is a more complete story that is a pretty strong through line and yeah, i did really really appreciate that the show opened with that eerie shot of fury coming down the gangplank from the spaceship sort with all the light from behind him where his his form is kind of distorted and mm-hmm. then you get the reverse of that shot with him and vara together going back up on the spaceship that was very nice that was good indeed nice bookends to the show yeah. um yeah i i i i thought that had a lot of like that that had a lot of screen t- t- time, right? The amount mm-hmm. of care that they g- gave that storyline is what I wanted from a few mm-hmm. other uh, things there. Um, I thought the CGI and stuff was decent. It was, I, I wasn't taken aback at like, ooh, this doesn't look good. It looked stylized in a way that I enjoyed. If that mm, makes I, sense, like it didn't look real or anything. There was something they were doing with like the focus of mm, it being on them and the backgrounds were just blurry enough that it, you know, it, you know, um, I don't know. I, I am interested because this also feels like there could be a season two or no, not even that, but like it, 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 somehow some of these plot lines picked up in something else, whether it's I, armor I think wars so. yeah. or who knows what. Because now we have Gaia, who has all these powers, uh, working with MI6. Mm. Um, so I don't know what that means exactly. If Is there going to be some kind of scroll kill crew? They, they've had... <sighs> comics like that mm. in 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 the past um it, we, we we almost got this like watchman-esque like montage uh at the end here of, of like what here's the ramifications that it had on mm. like the the general populace once it came out that uh like aliens were on earth and they invaded which Funny enough, there was uh, some government hearings this week that basically said all of that stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> we have scrolls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I, I know this is not what I'm supposed to be thinking about. I know this is not where this plot line is leading. But when President Ritson, first off, big surprise, that man's still alive. Yes, that was what I was about to talk about next. What happened? Maybe like maybe he dies, and that's like the cold open of Captain America Brave New World. Like maybe Thunderbolt Ross like suddenly is president in that movie. Maybe that's new in that movie. I don't know. Still strange to to note already that he's going to be not just Thunderbolt Ross, but President Thunderbolt Ross. 
I'm still not sure yeah. what we're supposed to do with the information that he's president this far in advance. Um, but when he declares like all uh, non-Earth entities, uh, you're my enemy now. It's mm-hmm. Ritson v. you. Uh, I watched breakdowns that were like, what does this mean for all the citizens of New Asgard that are this full uh, colony yeah, exactly. here in Norway that is like a tourist spot? Like people seem to be very agreeable with the presence of New Asgard. There's like trade agreements you can see in like little tickers and in the background of Wakanda forever. Ritson was the one that signed yeah, exactly, off on those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the first thing I thought of is what does this mean for Peter Quill? <laughs> I don't know time-wise how this lines up if he's back living with his grandpa in St. Charles, Missouri. I mean, he's point. technically fine because he's in, he's a he, human. He's, well, he's an Earth boy. Like, he is born on Earth. His mother's from Earth. Right. And I'm like, what is that celestial half? How many people know about that? Did he come back and tell his grandpa? Did Does he tell his grandpa? Guess who my dad is? Hiddishenship, right? <laughs> How does that work? I'd, I'd love the secret invasion that's just that immediate little neighborhood in St. Charles, Missouri, <laughs> <laughs> looking at Peter Quill as a possible threat. Right. Well, he just yeah. sits there eating cereal. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, yeah, I like there. There's there's some interesting ramifications. I do, do think that his the 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 president's stance at the end there his, his his little speech seemed very harsh and seemed very yes. Whoa, dude. We just like I I know there was an invasion happening, all that stuff, but like. You, you you didn't seem like the type to do all of that. So right, we know so little about Ritson in terms of like his temperament, his his views, his his situation. Like, is is he a married man? Does he have kids? What is his well, life I'm, experience like? I'm I'm even thinking, what if there's sc- some scrolls who are still in deep cover and don't mm. want to like? Is the president a scroll and a, like only? one or two people knew that and maybe the ones that did know are now dead who knows um there like there could be something like that and um i don't know like it seemed yeah very militant um very aggressive i'm wondering if that i mean because we like we did get to see in that montage that it kind of emboldened a, a number of people to kind of mm. go after vigilante justice and stuff like that. I'm wondering if there's an assassination attempt on him or something mm-hmm. that c- c- could start off uh, uh, why Thunderbolt Ross needs to uh, become president. But yeah, like I, I almost kind of like what I speculated better than what we got not that i'm a writer i'm a terrible writer but like i like the idea that if this invasion happened under his nose it would have felt right for him to step down and resign Mm. and Mm. then have someone else step up right and that feels like let's have thunderbolt ross he is a general like he would know a little bit more military right. strategy he right. would be we... the one that would be like death to all aliens right 
I see we are at war now. I am not a wartime president. I know somebody else exactly. is for the job. Exactly. Uh, I'm stepping down to spend time with the kids I might have. Yeah. <laughs> Little yeah. Ritzens. Hopefully they're uh they're my kids and they're not scrolls. <laughs> who is the youngest scroll i how do scrolls breed there are there are a million scrolls on earth but was that a million scrolls who came to earth i'm sure are new scrolls being born on earth that have different views about what earth means to them than it did to their parents like there is very much that could be discussed yeah Yeah. there's there was a lot of potential here i and i did like a lot of what we got like we said i like uh, the Fury and Vara relationship. I really do like Sonia Fallsworth. She's fascinating to me. Absolutely. There is yeah. this motif throughout the show of the scrolls in green. And every time we see Sonia, she's in like bright red. And I was like, what does that mean exactly? Uh, is this like a call to like a corollary character from the comics? She's in like a, a vaguely approximately Captain Britain role, but like there's multiple colors on that flag. She's just in one. She's just all yeah. red. Does that mean something about her in opposition to the scrolls? Was this like a visual cue? Like when you see green, that means scrolls. When you see her in red, that's us subtly trying to tell you, don't worry that this lady's secretly a scroll. She's never going to be. That's not a card we're playing. So she's never going to be remotely in anything green. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it is it just feels, a style choice like Val's love of purple. It feels like something is now being started in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some I mean, like the there's the Avengers have done the whole globe trotting thing. Right. But there there are teams in Europe. I don't know much about them. They aren't super popular in American comics. Um, every once in a while, they kind of pop up. Right. We have Alpha Flight in Canada. Mm. Um, like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it just it feels like a lot of the fallout we didn't get to address or we didn't get some of these like mm. like cathartic moments that we probably should have to just get closure Mm. on some things here so it still feels like there's more out there um i want to believe something that puzzled (laughs) me that i don't know if i was supposed to be puzzled by is when gaia lets all of the people like the actual humans loose from that base including all those political figures and and everett ross and and roadie a lot of them are wearing just like the clothes we've seen the scrolls in, which I guess set, sets up like how the scrolls who may not be familiar with human customs and fashion know how to dress. Like, okay, you see this woman in the suit, I'll wear suits like that when I morph into her. Mm-hmm. I what stuck out what stood out to me is that almost everybody is in like public professional clothes. It seemed like everybody was nabbed from just like out the on the street, place. like out in their yeah. everyday lives, like nobody was in pajamas or anything like that. And like, <laughs> I was that supposed to tell me something? Brody, was I supposed to think about boxers? This? Okay, buddy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> have, like a cartoon character on them, like Tweety Bird or something. Right? Yeah. God. Uh, so I don't know if I was supposed to think about that, but I thought that was an an interesting choice. And then we do get yeah. Rodeo. It really does seem to be like 
a, a hospital gown and and people are drawing this to civil war, yeah. which seems like the hit. clear connection point. But I, I do also wonder, they don't say anything. I feel like that this was something people were speculating about going into the show. People who were possibly scrolls. Rhodey was high on the list of, of scroll suspicions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there aren't any big drops of this person was a scroll for this long. I was like, expecting you don't like one more thing to like right, walk yes. out that door. And it's just like Sam, Sam Wilson. Right. Like, what the hell is happening? Right. Um, right. Like there's no, I think everybody was expecting a bunch of twists like that. And instead we get like, some uh, scroll was Everett Ross once, but seemingly just recently. And yeah. we are extrapolating that Rhodey was taken over in Civil War, which is quite a big change. And I feel like if there was such a big change, there would be a line about it. The fact that there's no dialogue about it at all is sort of mystifying to me. And I wonder if there yeah. was like something like he... You know, maybe he's continuing to experience issues related from that crash in Civil War. And he had to go in for another surgery like two months ago. And that's when they grabbed him. And like I was just cut with some other bit of connective tissue that was lost in this last episode. Like we really don't know. And it's not. I don't know if we get anything out of it being ambiguous exactly how long Rhodey has been a scroll. I'm I'm just going to assume and, like shortly after Civil War. But that's even it. in that situation, you would imagine that it's somebody doing a whole villain reveal. And it's that person who has been in this character's shoes telling you, yes, I was here for this long. And this is what I saw. And this is what I experienced. And when you thought it was him, it was me. And we don't the- get any. We don't get any perspective of anybody who was replacing anybody we are familiar with. Yeah. What did I think Rava the is the name lining. of the scroll who was? Mm-hmm. It, you can, can continue. No, I'm just saying like we don't hear from continue, yeah. Rava, who I believe was the name of the scroll who was Rhodey. Who was that scroll who was Everett Ross? I don't know. Like we don't learn a lot of these people's experiences, presumably being in the company of other characters. Mm-hmm. we have that we know yeah and i i would have liked to have seen that like what is this outsider perspective like let's say maybe you know if you have been roadie for the last eight years however long it's been since civil war like what was your experience like suddenly suddenly having to be tony stark's best friend how did you adjust all these things you know what were you plotting was there yeah. You know, some small, terrible thing that happened to somebody that you had your hands in. Like, there's no villain monologue at any point that I feel like we would have gotten with what's on the table here in this series. I think the silver lining, at least with Rhodey, is that we do mm-hmm. have armor wars coming up, which yes. focuses on him. Um, I've always liked Rhodey. Always happy to spend yeah. more time with Rhodey. Yeah, so I I mean, like, th- there could be a line or two in there about that. I don't remember if it's back to being a movie now or if it's a show now. I don't remember. Um, but who knows? That's just like It'll be a series of trading cards. We, we know that the MCU <laughs> is continuing in other shows and movies. 
So mm. and 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 also we have the Marvels coming yes. up, um, which seems I, I don't want to say is a direct sequel to this, but in terms of Nick going back up to Saber, yes. feels like a continuation of mm. that. Um, so we'll see. Maybe, especially since he did say the Cree were open to peace talks, we might get to see a little bit more of what that means and their relationship with the scrolls there so mm -hmm. who knows yeah i i think there is there is promising stuff we can take out of the series for sure i i've i've, I've not been disappointed by any of these marvel disney plus shows sometimes i'm just i'm just tired and yes. that's the only reason why they don't click with me <laughs> literally i was busy in the words of drax <laughs> I was thinking about something else. Speaking <laughs> of which, it's so silly. It's so silly. But I loved the image of Gaia with the big Drax arm. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, <laughs> I love it for the reasons I love the dance scene in Spider-Man 3. Does this belong here? No. Am I happy I get to see it at all, regardless of the context? Yes. That was the weird thing to me about the CGI. This is the last thing I'll say on the show. The weird thing to me about the CGI, it, again, it looked okay. But the weird thing was like the, the scale of what they turned into. Mm. Like it feels like it should have still been their bodies and their proportions. But with the powers of that person and like their skin looked like it, but instead, no, it like changed the proportions of their body to almost be that character instead. Yes. And so like the, the, the times when you see Garavik uh, change into Thanos one dude who had the telekinesis. And moves. Yeah. He just like had this like, smaller like malnourished half of him and this little skinny arm with this big like beefed up like rocky arm next to it just like what is happening here like why wouldn't they just make it proportional i don't know it just was like mm. this is funny i, I right, right it is funny i i enjoyed it silly. i loved that mantis was like the second to last power that was pulled out in that fight. I love the respect put on just how much Mantis can do. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was good. I liked the show overall. Feels like there was a lot missing, but mm. much more of a success than I think some of uh, the stuff we've gotten recently, with the exception of She-Hulk, which I also thought was great. So I I think all of these shows have got real highlights and real value to them. Like I haven't had a bad time with any of them. Like I there's some that I enjoy in the moment. And then like a year later, I'm like, right. Hawkeye that did happen. The, the, yeah, that exactly. was more than just we get to see Vincent D'Onofrio again. And here's a Broadway musical like Hawkeye yeah. himself did some things. Echo is still supposedly happening later this year the, I, I yeah. maybe it might get delayed I'll watch it who knows um i am yeah. here for Let's all see. of them i i enjoy them all although i i i want to say we might have been eric voss who had like a good point that some of the most successful things to have come out of the marvel disney plus 
situation is werewolf by night. Like they do well from the two examples we have so far of werewolf by night and the guardians holiday special, like the one shots did very well. And like I said, Loki, I think was really successful because it knew it had a second season. I I think you might be right about the six episodes is a weird length, like make it an hour or make it much longer. (laughs) Like, Like, I feel like you need to get in and get out or like have a lot of time to play with a lot of different elements yeah. that you might have up on your yeah. storyboards there. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 you, you can even look at what they're doing over in the star Wars stuff. Mm. Um, the like Obi-Wan show very mid kind of not great. Um, even uh, yeah, just like all that stuff. But when they, took the time and they filmed on location and they got like a really good writer and some good and or spectacular like honestly some of the best star wars we've gotten period and then they they also go back to stuff like book of that was not good at all and the best stuff in that is when it turned into the mandalorian for two episodes and was like if we go back over here in this corner and it was like okay that's better (laughs) um so yeah they they just still don't feel like they found the right spot or that they want to completely invest in all of these shows like i'd I'd Mm -hmm. almost rather them do less shows and invest more in the ones that they're doing Mm. rather than like shotgun here's all of them but they're only like six episodes and they're okay ish yeah yeah i i i have appreciated all the time i've spent with these shows i think it's important to to try these new things to experiment they've done different lengths like the one shot six episodes nine daredevil coming out is uh, sometime in the future is like 18 18. or 16 it's longer um So I, I, I like the experimentation. You know, you have to do that to know, to know like exactly what lane you want to stick in going forward. So hopefully they find it. Yeah, hopefully the next batch of newly announced shows that we get are a bit more consistent. Hopefully, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think that about wraps us up for our reactions to the finale of Secret Invasion. Uh, even though this show is done, we have plenty more to check out on the Reactor Core feed. We recently covered Mission Impossible. We did Barbie and Oppenheimer. Uh, we're about to do the Venture Bros movie this weekend. Uh, I'm sure we'll do something for Ahsoka down down the road. Uh, be on the lookout for all of that good stuff because we got more coming your way. But M- Melissa. Where can people find you on the Internet? I am on. My name is there. Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Wilkywit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Not updated, but I assure you it is me and not a scroll. Uh, uh, and listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. Good stuff. Um, if you guys want to follow me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer uh, on Twitter or on X. 
and on threads uh, if you want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the whatnots we are at the whatnots on twitter and the whatnots official on threads uh go like share subscribe we got plenty more videos right over that way uh this has been number 128 of the reactor core we will see you all next time bye bye